Welcome to Start to Success, the podcast that brings you the stories, insights, and strategies of successful entrepreneurs and business leaders. Whether you're just starting out on your entrepreneurial journey or you're looking to take your business onto the next level, we've got you covered. Each week, we invite inspiring guests to share their experiences, challenges, and lessons learned on the road to building a successful business. From tech startups to brick and mortar stores, we delve into the diverse world of entrepreneurship and provide practical tips and tools to apply to your own venture. So if you're ready to turn your passion into a profitable enterprise, tune in to start to success and get inspired to start your journey. If you were born in the early 90s like me, chances are that Nokia was the first phone you ever owned. I remember that everyone in my family, including my brothers and sisters and my father and mother, all had a Nokia 3300 or a 3310. And my personal mobile, which I got when I went to Vadodara for studying, was a Nokia 7610. Just thinking about it brings back a wave of nostalgia. But how did this iconic brand become such a household name and then just disappear from the smartphone market forever? Let's get to know in this podcast. Nokia was founded by Frederick Eidstam in 1865 in Helsinki, Finland. Initially, the company was focused on producing pulp for paper and other products. The company was initially named Nokia AB after the town of Nokia, which is located near the company's pulp mill in Tampere. The town of Nokia was named after a river Nokia, which flows through the region. The word Nokia is derived from the Finnish word Noki, which means sable, a type of small, dark-colored, carnivorous mammal that is native to the region. And during the initial stages, up until 1965, the company adopted the sable as its logo to reflect its connection to the local region and to symbolize its innovative and agile spirit. However, in 1965, it eventually diversified into telecommunication, information technology and consumer electronics and changed their logo to just Nokia as a text, which is much more recognizable logo for us all today. Over the years, Nokia established a strong presence in the countries around the world, including China, India and the United States. The company had a diverse workforce and a global network of research and development networks, which enabled them to stay at the forefront of technological innovation. One of the key milestones in the Nokia's history occurred in 1983, when the first ever phone call from a portable device was made from a Nokia store using the Nokia Mobera City Man. This marked a major turning point in the history of telecommunication and set a stage for the proliferation of mobile phones. Prior to this, mobile phones were a large, heavy and expensive devices and they were typically used by businesses and government agencies. The Nokia Mobira City Man, on the other hand, was a small and lightweight device, making it more accessible to the wider audience. The Nokia Mobira City Man, on the other hand, was a small and lightweight device, making it much more accessible to a wider audience. This call from a Nokia store demonstrated the potential of portable devices to revolutionize the way we communicate. The Mobira City Man was not a smartphone and it did not have any of the features that today we take for granted, such as a camera or an internet connection. But it was a major innovation at the time and it paved the way for the development of a more advanced mobile phone. Today, the Mobira City Man is considered a classic and a symbol of the early days of mobile phone industry as it paved the way for a widespread adoption of mobile phones. Some of the Nokia's main competitors at that time included Ericsson, Motorola and Siemens. These companies were also major players in the telecommunication industry and helped drive innovation and competition. 
However, Nokia was able to stand out from the crowd due to its commitment to innovation and quality. During the 2000s, the company dominated the global mobile phone market with a market share of over 50%. This was a testament to Nokia's leadership and its ability to appeal to customers all around the world. The company's strong brand recognition and its wide range of products enabled it to meet the needs of a diverse set of consumers. Some of the most popular Nokia devices included the 3310 which my family had at the time and Nokia N-series. The Nokia N-series was one of the most advanced devices at that time. They offered features like camera, music player and internet access making them well suited for the needs of the modern consumer. However, in the late 2000s, Nokia began to lose market share as a result of increased competition from the smartphone manufacturers such as Apple and Samsung. This marked a major shift in the telecommunication industry and Nokia struggled to adapt. The rise of smartphone represented a significant change in the consumer preference as people began to demand advanced features and more functionalities from their mobile devices. And Nokia's phones, which were primarily designed for voice and text messaging, struggled to compete with the newer and more feature-rich smartphones. One of the main reasons for Nokia's decline was its failure to adapt to the shift towards smartphones. While the company did release some smartphone models, they were not as successful as those to its competitors. And the reason was that Nokia's smartphones were based on its proprietary Symbian operating system, which was not as user-friendly or feature-rich as the other smartphone OSs. This made it difficult for Nokia to compete with its rivals and contributed to its decline. In 2011, Nokia's CEO, Sifar Elop, made the controversial decision to shift the company's focus to Windows Phone, which ultimately proved to be unsuccessful. This decision was met with criticism and contributed to the company's decline. Elop's decision to abandon Symbian in favor of Windows Phone was intended to give Nokia a competitive advantage, but ultimately backfired. Windows phones were not as popular as Android or iOS, and it struggled to gain significant share of the smartphone market. In 2013, Microsoft acquired Nokia's mobile phone division, but the acquisition was not as successful as Nokia would have hoped, and Nokia eventually declared bankruptcy in 2014. The acquisition was intended to give Microsoft a stronger presence in the smartphone market, but it ultimately failed to achieve this goal. Nokia's mobile phone division struggled to compete with its rival, and it eventually had to be sold off to a Finnish company called HMD Global. Despite this, Nokia had managed to make a comeback as a smartphone manufacturer releasing Android-based devices such as Nokia 6 and Nokia 7. This marked a new chapter in the company's history and demonstrated its resilience and determination to continue innovating. Nokia's return to the smartphone market has been met with a positive response from consumers who have appreciated the company's focus on quality and its commitment to offering value for money. There are a few business lessons that can be learned from Nokia's decline and revival one of the most important is the importance of adaptability. Companies must be willing to pivot and change the course when necessary, and they must be proactive in identifying and responding to the shifts in the market. It's also crucial to maintain a strong focus on quality and customer satisfaction. Nokia's success in the early 2000s was largely due to its reputation for producing reliable and well-designed products. Finally, it's important to have a clear vision and strategy for the future. Nokia's struggles in the late 2000s and early 2010s were partly due to its inability to effectively navigate the transitions to smartphones. By contrast, its recent revival as a smartphone manufacturer had been made possible by its focus on innovation and its ability to adopt to the changing needs of consumers.
The company is no longer as powerful and as big as it used to be, but it still manages to stay strong in the industry by selling a lot of smartphones every single year. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Start to Success. We hope you find our insights and strategies shared by us inspiring. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to like, subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. We appreciate your support and look forward to bringing you more valuable content in the future. Until next time, keep pushing forward on the entrepreneurial journey and remember to never give up on your dreams.